live and on lockdown. Are you ready? Ready, ready? Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland and across the globe. Listen here. You're listening to Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders podcast. The host, Fraser Ramsey. Hey, this is Afia Letham, creator of the Frame Your Day app, helping you walk out every day in victory. I'm proud to be a sponsor of Ramsey Unleash, going beyond borders. Hi, this is Zakia Ringgold from NaturalSoapByZakia.com. Proud sponsors of the Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders podcast. Another edition to Ramsey Unleashed, going beyond borders podcast. Hitting the button twice there. Um, but yeah, uh, doing a wee interview, a wee topic, a wee something different uh, than the usual uh, sort of routine. Um, interviewing all of these spells, we've interviewed a few times, and uh, so uh, interviewed me, and also she has her own podcast, and also has uh, been on many interviews in many podcasts for interviews. No, can't be in an interview, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure how you can be on an interview, anyway. Um, being <laughs> being interviewed, but I thought it's just a random topic, it's, it's something that's a, a bit of a bugbearer for me. Some have always quite I've asked the question, and a lot of people were doing it before COVID. And they're doing it again now, um, and it kind of is a six and figure, six and seven figure sales a false sell? Is it how true is it? Because a lot of people are doing it, a lot of people are creating courses on it, a lot of people are talking about it. I, I know, obviously, with any work, any self employed work or anything you have to do, you have to work on it's hard work, but how easy is it or how hard is it? But we're talking more of the business side of Altavis because she's been down the road at the beginning and then once she's in it and why she kind of, the ins and outs and why she left it and why she went to do, and just obviously the, the what made her say, this is not for me or this is not as good as, it's the kind of more bling, there's probably more bling going on than a, a, a P. Diddy rap video or something. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but is it all is it all blinged up and just the, the show? But is it so it's a bit of an insight to that really to find out how true is it and how good or bad is it because I hear so many people doing it and I want an insight to somebody who's been in the in the trenches with it and understands it and why she obviously said no, it's time to move on, got out of it. So welcome, Altavis, uh to the Ramsey and Leash Members podcast again. How are you doing? Uh, how's your day going? It's going pretty good. I'm excited about this topic because you kind of see this whole mentality go and it is a roller coaster ride. It goes up and down and up and down. And I definitely have a few things that we'll hit on in this particular episode when it comes to that six and seven figure like push. Um, Because ultimately, and what came to mind when I thought about it was hustle hope. Um, the hope, you know, that you and in, you inspire people that if they hustle hard enough, they'll be able to make six and seven figures too. And while that is in one instance really great because you're inspiring people to kind of step outside of their comfort zone and step outside of the norm, on the other side, it's missing some very key elements um, when it comes to business building. And so we'll talk about that as well because there's been so many people that have talked about, you know, six figures, seven figures, do this, 10 exit, this and that. And that's good on some levels, but not everybody is ready for what comes with that or is prepared 
to actually put in the work to see it manifest in their particular life. So this is going to be an amazing topic. So let's talk about um, well, why and how you can kind of, you. I know you started off, and I know you went down the road, and you were quite heavily involved with a person, whether you want to name names or not. And obviously, yeah, there's obviously a reason why you kind of maybe your eyes were opened. But it's good to kind of have a chat about how you sort of maybe maybe got sucked into the kind of the, the lifestyle of it or the kind of the idea maybe, or, and maybe why, just to kind of your journey, because you were heavily involved with this person and the kind of the strategy of it. And then obviously it's not something you don't get heavily involved with supporting the person quite a lot uh, for no reason, basically. Most definitely. And I don't even have to name names because many people have dealt with it and the name and the person has been different, but the strategy has still been the same. So what happened was it was encased you know, with this idea of community. That was the biggest piece is that we're building a community. We're building, we're going to be supporting each other. We're going to be encouraging each other. We want to see you win. And that is what drew so many people to this particular coach, along with so many other coaches that I've seen that have risen and fallen and and all types of things have happened. But it was this idea of community, um, support, you know, coming together And especially in a time, because I started out in about 2015 and literally live streaming was just getting into um, like into the baby stages of it. People were really being able to kind of rush past that no like and trust factor. And it opened up the door for so many people to be able to say, now I'm a business coach. Now I'm a life coach. And they got all these certifications and um Again, your consistency was really important at that time, but there was this idea that you would progress to making six figures, making seven figures. Now, here's where things took a really rough turn was that people were going and saying, hey, you can make six and seven figures like me. And they were showing you their PayPal account um, with this amount in their PayPal account. But what they didn't tell you was that at the time, PayPal had just started giving out loans to small businesses. And so it wasn't necessarily the money that they made teaching, you know, or doing whatever it is that they were trying to get you to do. The other piece was you had some that were like, yeah, we're going to make this money together because, again, it's about community. So we're going to do this as a community. And then they were charging the community for everything. And that was really how they were making their money. So to the point where they would go learn a class and instead of bringing in that expert or bringing in that person, they would learn from that person and then come and teach you and charge you. Even though they weren't an expert in that particular field or that industry. And it made it really awkward situation to the point where at one point it got to not only was I paying would you you pay for the classes but you're paying to speak at the event which means that you're also paying to get to the event your transportation you're paying for your hotel you're paying for your food and all of that but then speaking on the stage that you already paid to be at you also had to give a percentage from the stage and so this person was making six figures off of us, 
but the strategy that they were giving was not necessarily the exact strategy that they were using. Um, another piece of it was that they were saying, um, oh, you, you, this is what you need. This is the next step that you need. This is the next course that you need to take and kind of guiding you in this process of literally going and investing more money, but you weren't necessarily making money. And that's the, the piece that people don't realize. Like there were people that were investing in this model who were in about a depression and hadn't come out of their room for days. There were people who were investing this money who were losing their home, who were going and overdrawing their accounts in order for them to be in this. And then it went to a whole nother level because the next level was, oh, now I have signed up with a company and now you can take out a loan to get this $25,000 program. That, that is kind of, yeah. Um, 25, that's, that's crazy. People think, I mean, you're almost homeless. And people who are actually, uh, yeah, just to come out from obviously being in a dark place to try and fund, randomly fund obviously a course that they can't afford. And especially the chance of losing your, taking out more debt just to learn something. It basically, you're, it sounds like, oh, it basically you're funding the person who's running, the, the main top person, and they're, they're funding them. And you, while you're going broke or maybe you can't put food on your table, you're funding the person who's all glammed up and more bling than a rat video, as I say. It's kind of like, it's like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Sorry. It's like a bad, a bad example to kind of... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but you know, it's not a kind of, I don't know why. I've been thinking about that. I was like, maybe hmm, more bling there, random. <laughs> anyway, you know me. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, that was a, a little bit, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so I guess I'm laughing now. I'm going to start. Anyway, that was as random as to say the least. Um, but yeah, on a serious note, but to, is that not? politely saying, I suppose, give the person who's running the course, let's just say they've got a lot of balls basically doing it, knowing that they kind of have, these people are struggling and maybe, yeah, but I suppose when you do these courses, not everyone's going to be able to go out and just go and do, get it like that. And it's not, it's not like, for example, the kind of job I do, I clean, I go out and I literally, I'm scrubbing toilets, I'm doing, get my hands totally dirty. And you have to work at it. It's a job you have to. You, you, it takes hard graft. It takes time. You have to develop over the years and so on. And then that's what you have to do. It doesn't just happen overnight. And it's one of those businesses. Is you have to your trade, your craft, what you do, and your if you're good, you'll get recognised, and people will slowly thing you and grab you. You know what I mean? So obviously, it sounds like. These people, what was the what was the outcome of these people who obviously have done this course, paid all this money, are sitting swimming in debt, maybe almost their home is at risk? Did some of them, what was it? Did, have you seen the experience that some of these people did actually kind of go get into a worse state or did they maybe improve or what was the kind of, how did this all work? So here was the ultimate end for a lot of people. Some, there were some that were successful. Because in any program, there will always be some that are successful. There will be some that aren't. And there were some that were successful. 
but that wasn't the majority. And when the majority is unsuccessful, when they, you know, go ahead and take something, then you really have to go and look at the model and say, is this really working? So over time, this was what I found out what was really going on with a lot of people and why they, it wasn't working for them. For one, they weren't paying attention to the money, um, to the actual dollars and cents. And so they were investing more than what they were actually getting. And so, okay, if I'm you know paying to be at an event, paying to speak at this, on a stage, and then I have to give you 20%, then there needs to be more than just 20 people in the audience for me to be able to sell to. So you really have to put the numbers down on paper. And for a lot of people, that's not something that they do on a consistent basis. So I had literally gotten to a point where in order for me to speak at an event, at this event, I was putting out $1,500. I was putting out almost $2,000. That was travel, hotel, food, um, and, and to speak at the event. And again, you don't know what you're going to make at the event, but then to get to the event and there's 20 people and 10 or 15 of those people you already knew, that doesn't give you a very good outcome when you look at the dollars and cents of it. Um, there are some people that are like, I've, and I've had people offer me opportunities to speak and the opportunity was like a $15,000 opportunity that you had to invest in. And it wasn't even a guarantee that you were going to make money from the stage or that you were going to make money at all. Um, and when I say money from the stage, because I know everybody does not understand what that terminology is, it just means being able to sell from the stage, a course, a program. So you have money from the stage or you have back of the room money, which is from your table, meaning you have books or you have programs and things that you're selling from your actual table and people can sign up right then and there. But it was good because you could add people to your email list. It was good because it gave you experience, but it wasn't good in the fact that it was moving you towards this six and seven figure goal that you had been in class learning how to quote unquote, make things happen and make it work. And so you were putting out all of this effort. You were putting out all this time. You were putting in all this money and you were not seeing an ROI. You were not seeing a return on the investment that you were putting in. Um, there were a lot of people that, again, they completely stopped. They went back to just working a regular job and they just said, forget it. Um, there were a lot of people that, again, they lost so much in the process that, you know, it was like, well, I have to push through because this is all I have. And over time, there was this law, like people started getting to a point where, okay, they started seeing people for who they were. They started figuring things out and they understood that I needed to see a return on the investment of what I was going ahead and investing in you. So if I was putting the money in, I should not only just get a class, but I should be able to walk away from this class with some type of thing that I've implemented. And if I didn't, then it was a waste. Like I, I should have something tangible that I can say I got from this particular class, not necessarily just a book, but me saying, okay, I was able to change and added $1,000 to my revenue per month from what I took out of that class. Most people did not receive that. 
and they went and they took class after class. This is the other thing, uh, because they went from coach to coach to coach to coach. And so they did not necessarily sit down and get everything they needed from the one person that of what that one person could actually give them. So there were so many different um like red flags <laughs> that we just kind of closed a blind, like put a blind eye to it because we were in that space of, okay, the, you know, trust no factor, the no like and trust factor was just literally, it was elevated to a whole nother level because of live streaming. Then what happened was we got to about 2019 and it still started to kind of lull out and people started to kind of switch it up. That was around the time where I even was like, okay, what is really happening? And I put the numbers on paper and it wasn't adding up. And I even had someone, um, a good friend of mine, who he was, we were talking about him speaking for one of my events and he prayed. And then when he finished praying, he said, the Lord is saying that somebody has been telling you, you know, talk, uh, they've been talking about all of this 10X, 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 but God is saying that he can 60 exit. And you know, that you need to rely on him no matter what happens in this next season. And so I was like, okay, great. And then all heck broke loose <laughs> because I had told that particular coach because I was actually on the team as well. So that meant any money I was making was going right back to that coach. Um, I was on the team. And so I said to them, well, you know, at the end of the year, I'm no longer going to be on the team. I'm going to go ahead and move into doing what I need to do for my business. And I'll still support and, you know, but I won't be on the team. Well, the following week, they let me go. I had talked, mind you, I had talked to the coach multiple times, no, never said a word at all. And this is months before the end of the year, months before the end of the year nothing. All of a sudden that Friday, it wasn't even a week later, that Friday, I get a message. We need you to finish out all your projects so we can send you your last check. That was literally the response. <laughs> that was what was said to me. And, and mind you, I have been with this person for years. I had developed a friendship and a business relationship. And like, when I support, I support. And it was like, none of that meant nothing because it wasn't about the dollars and cents. It was a, for them. It was just about the dollars and cents. For me, it was deeper for them. They didn't care. It wasn't deeper. And so I really went and said, okay, <laughs> what is happening? But remember, I had someone who prayed and said, trust God, because things are about to shift and, and move at a, a rapid pace and you're going to be okay. And it was really hard for me because, again, it was like I had been with these people for years and I was blocked on social media. I was completely cut off. And then any clients that I had that was working with me and them, I, as the bigger person, went to them and said, listen, I'm no longer a part of that community. Um, it's your personal decision if you would like to stay working with me. I said, but you don't have to. And so I ended up walking away from maybe about $15,000, $15,000 I walked away from um, with the money that I lost, lost from them. And then, no, it was actually more than that. 
um, and the money from the clients that I had to walk away from. It was such a like a devastating time because, again, I was at a point where I thought, you know, everything's were going well. I was like, I'm getting in position for me to be able to go ahead and do this next piece. And then this happens and y'all could care less about what happens to me and my family. I have to be the one to go ahead and move forward. So again, we we talked about that whole 6X, you know, I mean, not 6X, 10Xing it. We talked about the six figures and the seven figures, which a lot of people, it, it sounds really good. It makes you want to opt into whatever they're talking about. It, it's a webinar, it's a class, it's a book. You want it because you there's that, again, that hustle hope that if I hustle hard enough, I'm going to make that six figures or seven figures. There's things that they don't tell you. Your consistency matters. Your commitment to building community matters. How about this? Sometimes what you have is not even something that people need or want. I mean, that part. <laughs> I've noticed uh, also just in the back, what I kind of picked up a lot of them, and obviously not naming names, but the, when you used to watch, they were kind of. They like they would sell it as and they would sell, oh, this is what God wants for you, this is that and that and that. But clearly, by the signs of what you've just said and what broke the, the straw that broke the camel's back, they're more just interested in the ka-ching, 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 the money, but they don't care about so it's always the kind of yeah, as long as you the pound, the dollar, say pound signs, dollar signs were literally, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the dollar signs were just in front of their eyes, and that's all that you couldn't see the wood from the trees. And really, the, the, the cell was just a, a false cell, as it, literally they don't care. So it sounds like by what just by simply you saying, I want to finish up at the end of the year, simply saying it sounds like they were hiding, they've obviously hiding something underneath the what they what they sell and what you see, what's going on, what you don't maybe what you don't see or the team don't see behind the scene. The behind the scenes, there's obviously a lot more going on. It sounds like a little bit, yeah. What's uh, what, what? Where's the where's the laundrette that you're keeping the money in, kind of thing? <laughs> but it's interesting though because I tell people this: when you're signing up with a coach, there are some key elements that you need to pay attention to. So, for one, how much time can you actually commit to this program that you're doing? If you're not willing to be able to show up to the program and actually be in class when class is going on and take good notes and actually implement the things that they're teaching you. And I mean, not like, oh, okay, well, I'll try to put this in. No, I mean, after every class, taking at least one thing that you learned in that class and implementing it in your business. The same way that you would take it, um, at, you, know, you would make it such an important thing if you were going to a college or a university. Guess what? You have to have that same tenacity when it comes to this. And so, are you willing to put in the work? Do you have the the time to be able to invest in this particular situation, in this training? The second one is, do you have the financial stability to be able to say, whatever money I invest, I don't need that back? Because there's a potential opportunity to where you may not get what you invested in it back at all. 
And I know people are like, oh, but, you know, the experience. Yeah, the experience doesn't pay your light bill, your electric bill. The experience does not feed your children. The experience does not make sure that you have a roof over your head. The experience sounds good, looks good. But guess what? It's only experience. And you can get experience everywhere and anywhere. So you really have to say, am I willing to make this investment? Because when I make this investment, I may not get this investment back. And if I don't get this investment back, what does that mean? If I don't have an ROI, what does that mean? The third thing is the actual coach. Is this someone I can actually work with? Is this somebody who curses and can I handle that? Is this biblically based and and faith foundation? You have to be able to understand those things before you say yes to working with that coach. Because if not, you'll get into class. And I've seen people cursed out in classes, different classes with different coaches. I've seen people cursed out by the coach. I've seen the coach not show up anymore. I've seen so many things happen in these different um, experiences when it comes to being able to say, oh, I'm working with this coach and they're going to teach me how to make six figures. I can give you a strategy right now to make six figures. It will mean absolutely nothing. If you don't have the money to invest, if you don't have the time to invest, and if you aren't even capable of clearly hearing what I have to say to you so that way you can implement it. And so those three things are very important, no matter who the coach is, no matter what the program is, because ultimately all of the programs have the same key elements. So it doesn't matter which one you go with, but are you going to have those three things that will allow you to benefit from that program that you're about to say yes to? What do you think, what do you think makes a good coach? Because I I know you just touched on what you said, but looking at, Coaches in general, now people can do courses and they say I'm a coach, people who've coached through their life experiences. But looking, I mean, I'm, I'm not a coach, I'm just general job logs, me interviewing people on a, across the world on a podcast. Hey, I'm just, and I clean toilets for a living. <laughs> hey, that's what I do. So I'm not, but I, a question if you, you see people who don't have their, say they're coaches, but don't have their back end, they make mistakes at their back end and it's obvious. And sometimes if you're not in something, you can see the bigger picture. And you, if some of them have don't make mistakes or don't have their back end right and then they, they, they don't, it's just simple, yeah, simple reading, simple instructions. If they can't, and they may, if they're trying to be a coach and tell people, hey, this is, do this, do that, that, but their back end's in a complete, uh, like a, a, a complete, all over the place because there's no, the, it's not, not nothing joins up correctly. I mean, what do you what do you say about how, what do you say about these kind of people that you can you probably see it yourself maybe? But what really makes that a good coach? So here's the thing: when it comes to coaching, your coach should have a coach. They should have someone that they're going to that they're being held accountable to. A coach, a mentor. Because if not, then who's keeping them? Like who's checking their integrity? Who's making sure that they keep investing in themselves? And you you got some key things. So as a coach, you really do have to have a key focus and you can't be all over the place. It's great to be able to say, okay, this is the new thing. Let me learn it because this may be I may be able to use it in what I'm doing. But the person that wants to learn something just to be able to teach it. Because I can learn something from one class. 
But if I learn it from the one class, I'm not in the position to teach it after one class. And so we have to be very careful about that because you will have people that will go invest in a program, learn what the program is, copy everything from the program and then open up their own program and say, I can teach you how to do it and I can do it cheaper. Cheaper is not always better. And here's the thing about the back end, because I found this out over time. The back end, that just may not be their area of expertise. I have seen people sell programs and not have a website. Sell $5,000 programs and not have website the first. And they were experts in what it is that they knew. I've seen people, again, when they start a program and they have the back end and back end is just all Willy Wonka-ish. <laughs> it has so many things going on. There's different rooms and you're like, what is happening? I don't understand it. But it's because that's not their area of expertise. So it may not be that they're not a good coach. It may not. It may be that they don't have a team. They can still be an amazing coach. I know I went through so I went through so many things when it came to having a team um, that it, it was pandemonium. And I had the perfect listen. I had the six and seven figure programs. I had the programs. I had a, um, a mastermind program. I had coaching mentorship program. I had an accountability group. I had so many different things. But guess what? I didn't have a team that was strong enough to help me to be able to make all of that move smoothly. So yeah, the back office, there was always something going on. But you learn over time, that's, I know that that's not my area of expertise. So now if I were to do it again, I know that I would say, okay, I need to have somebody who, if you ever heard of the DISC assessment, it's a, an assessment that tells you like kind of your personality, your strengths, some of the areas where you may be a little weaker. And I know that that's an area where I'm weak. <laughs> the processes, the 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 automation, all of that. I got it to a certain degree, but after that, it's like, mm -mm, that's it. Because I know for me, I'm a high S and a high I on the DISC assessment. Now, my daughter is a high C on the DISC assessment. That's her area of expertise. So processes and um, paperwork and all of that, that is her that like she she is excited about doing those things because that's her personality. But again, as a coach, I learned my strengths and my weaknesses. A good coach is going to tell you that's not my area of expertise. And so I'm not stepping into that. Whereas somebody else who they just want the money, they'll say, oh, no, I can handle it. I can do it. And then they'll just in their mind, they'll learn along the way that that's what they think. But a good coach will be able to tell you no. And y'all, that's so that's so like understand. Hear me when I say this, because I have I have been the coach that has told somebody I can't help you past this point. I need you may need you need counseling. You need therapy. Somebody who's just worried about the money, they don't care about your mental health. They care about the check that you're going to pay them. And so I've been that person that has said, no, you need counseling. And once you have the counseling, then you can come back if that's the next piece. And then we can move forward. 
or I've also been the one to say that's not that's not something that I know how to do. That's not my area of expertise. Let me go ahead and send you to someone because I have an arsenal of people that I can send you to. But that's not me. And I don't care what dollar sign you put on it. I'm not going to step into something that I am not comfortable doing. Well, um, at what stage, obviously, before the, what you've been through, uh, what, when you stepped away, how did you, obviously, knowing that you've just literally said goodbye to thousands of dollars, which is obviously a hard thing to do, uh, and realising that the, it was the Lord that said it's time to walk away. How is your, during this whole process, how did your faith, how did your faith be an impact in this process? as you were then starting to develop into obviously rebuilding and obviously not having going at sort of in a sense, going alone in a sense, but having to rebuild uh, with your faith, uh, having saying you literally lose all that money, which could have obviously helped in like living expenses, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then going, realizing, right, what's next? And then where, how did that road lead to where you solve the person you're working with now and the kind of connections in that sense? Uh, so obviously the the rebuilding process, how did that work in your faith? So for me, I, I it took a lot of prayer. It took a lot of refocusing um, because, again, everything that I had learned over those years that I had been working in, being in those different communities, I had to unlearn all that stuff. And that was really hard. But something that was really like powerful was, you know, God really saying, I had to bring you out of all of that because if I would have left you there, they would have taken the credit for what's going to happen in your life. They would have, they would have been able to say, I did that. And here was the thing. I've even had people who have said, you know, oh, you know, I was working with somebody who was in that community and, you know, they were saying, oh, you know, that's my client. And and they did, you know, um, they just did that, that, that. And the other coach was like, your client, they were my client first. So they would have taken the credit for whatever would have happened. And I'm at a space and a place where I'm like, nobody's going to get the credit for all of this blood, sweat, and tears, except God, because he opened up doors. When For me as a live streamer on Amazon, as an influencer, that, I, listen, I started out with live streaming on Periscope years ago. That's where we connected. And I, I never knew that it would open up an opportunity for me to now be on almost like a QVC type vibe on Amazon, on the platform, and make money from it. Because I spent years live streaming on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and all these different platforms and not making money from it. And here now I had an opportunity that literally every time I go live, I can make money. I, that opportunity, as far as the podcast, I've been doing my podcast for almost six years now, for six years now. And one of the things that was said by that by that 
coach of that particular community was, oh, you need to be charging people and you need to be doing this. Now, mind you, they weren't doing a podcast when, you know, at the time. So, but they were saying, oh, you need to charge people. I don't understand how you're doing podcasting for free. And I was, you know, they, they would make jokes about it and all types of other stuff. I've been podcasting and have had the opportunity to connect with people all over the world because of the work I do and the consistency of it. To the point where now I'm on a panel quarterly with NBC, ABC, their reps for those different programs, The View, and I'm on the same platform with them quarterly and people pitch to be on my show. If I would have stayed in that environment, then I wouldn't have had the mentality of, no, keep this free because this is a platform that you can leverage. And so when I look back, I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, they would have taken credit for anything and everything that I would be doing because that that was the personality of them. But I've gotten so many opportunities an award-winning speaker. I currently have the SpeakerCon 2021 Speaker uh, Speaker on the Rise Award. Uh, an award-winning author. I have the 2019 Isla Award, Indie Author Legacy Award. Like, that's crazy. And whereas you have other people that have like a certificate and that's cute. I, these are actually, you know, really great awards. But even if I didn't have the awards, I've literally touched lives all over the world and have seen people say, because of your consistency, because of the words that you said, because of the prayers that you were praying, this, this, and this changed in my life. And you have to understand that when you go ahead and you make that decision to rely heavily on God and not rely on just what you see, man, it's going to open up so many opportunities And it's not going to be a smooth road all the time. There's going to be some bumps and some bruises, but we serve a God that can do anything but fail. And so he's going to give you opportunities. He And anything you lose, just like Job, anything you lose, he can replace that. He can go ahead and double it. He can 60 exit where other people are telling you to do these different tactics that will only 10 exit. And so... For me, it strengthened my faith um, because I relied more on God than on people and then on the processes. Because again, I know people that have sold $5,000 programs, $10,000 programs with no website at all. And they are still successfully doing it because again, that's their expertise. So they don't need a website. So it makes for a really... Interesting scenario. Another <clears throat> reason why we're changing mute, mute buttons is because I'm getting refurbished. <laughs> it's just like a tech issue for so we're not getting it when it comes to doing this. Uh, this is where folk might be wondering why we're not mute. Um, but no, I, I was wondering, you ever, one thing I've always wondered is that people who do sell courses and you get the price, and they they, they sell their their price. I just, I just I just laugh. I laugh sometimes. And say if you buy this now, it'll cost you ninety nine dollars. In about two days' time, it'll cost you a grand, a thousand dollars. And I'm thinking, 
it's the same blinking course. How's it? Why does it go from ninety nine dollars to a thousand dollars? I'm thinking, what, what's it? What's it coding? Is it? Does it come with gold or something? Or what is it? What's the? What the heck does it come with? I mean, I'm like thinking you must be thinking we're like are we, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> I've always what the amount of you have said that. I'm thinking what. The, yeah, just in like, just, I mean, what's your view on that when you see, you see it? Oh, hang on a minute. So here's the funny thing about that. People sell through FOMO, fear of missing out. And so they make you think that it's the best things ever since sliced bread. You need it right now and you'll never have an opportunity to get it again. Something that I had to start teaching my clients was don't invest in something if you're not going to use it in the next 30 days. Like you have a you have a date on the calendar when you are going to start using this. If not, don't touch it because we become hoarders of information. And so if you go through, I know, you know, back when we first started purging, um, we would purge the beginning of the year every year and we would go through our uh, cloud, we would go through the laptop, the phone, and literally go through, and you would have two and three and four and five of the same book, of the same ebook, of the same course. It's just a different, a different coach and a different title. And the reason why was because we would go and it would sound good, but then we never even implemented it. People never went back and read the ebook. People never went back and watched the webinar. That's one of the funniest things because people are like, oh, I want to get the replay. Can I have the replay? But people don't go back and watch the replay. And so it becomes a hassle on us as the coach or as the person that's doing the training. I'm doing extra work that is literally not going to be it's not going to be used. So I found that it's, it's that FOMO. And a lot of people actually over time started getting angry about that because they would pay $2,000 for a class. And then six months later, the class is $250. But I paid $2,000 for it. Or people would go and bundle all this stuff together. And they talked about how it was worth all of this stuff. But now it's not. Like, <clears throat> that was a lot of people that got upset about that where they had taken all of these $2,000 classes and then they were bundled up into like a $1,000 bundle for like five classes. That's $10,000 that somebody had put out that now somebody else is coming in and buying $1,000. But when you think about it on the other end, um, as somebody who's been in, who was in retail for years, I did, um, maybe about 13 to 15 years in retail, retail and retail management. When we think about things going on clearance, everything goes on clearance. Everything goes on clearance. At some point or time, everything goes on clearance. Now, Amazon has changed that because now you have a broader audience and so you have more people to sell to with having less. You don't have to worry about as much. Oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry about that. I had a tickle in my throat. <laughs> 
It always happens when you're podcasting, right? Um, so with Amazon, you have access to everybody and anybody all over the world. I don't have to have store locations. I don't have to pay rent. <laughs> I don't have to pay electric bills. I just have to have the products. And I don't even have to carry the products. I can send the products to Amazon and they ship it out. So it's, I don't have as much to deal with now. So uh, things may not go on. Um, I may just keep selling something now because I have an easier way to do so. But when we think about retail, everything goes on clearance. That top you like will be on clearance at some time. Now, will it be available? It may not be. You take a gamble. But with digital products, because that's what these coaches are selling, they are selling a digital product. You're not getting a CD, a DVD. You're not getting a VHS. Um, you may get a book. Most times you get an ebook. It's digital. It's not going anywhere, y'all. It's not going anywhere. They have to pay little, little zero to little overhead to be able to keep that. They, they're cloud storage. That's it. Storage on an external hard drive. Storage, that's it. So, yeah, they can do whatever they want to do. They can have it as $50,000 and then switch it up and have it as $0.50 cent if they really want to. Because they have that ability. But when we think about it, yeah, everything goes on clearance at some point. And the digital products that you are, uh, listen, head over heels about, they go on sale they go on. They go on clearance. The only um, one that I have seen that I was like, no, her like how she prices her stuff is legit. April Beverly, the copy closet. Her stuff is legit because it's stuff you have to implement it. Like you have to use it. It's copy. It's copy for your website. It's copy for your course. It's copy for your book. It's copy. It's words. So you have to put them to use and you putting them to use, you see people making the money from putting it to use. She don't have to put her stuff on sale. She does, but she don't have to put her stuff on sale. You see the results. And I think that was a big piece was, you know, we get to see the results, but everything goes on clearance. So yeah, they're going to sell you the course for $25,000. And then when Black Friday comes, the course is going to be $0.23. Cent. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we can laugh about it on this end of it. But a lot of people put out thousands and thousands of dollars for stuff that, if, and, and they didn't even implement, they didn't even use it. If they would have waited, they actually would have paid less and they may, they may not have still used it because they may have waited and decided now they really didn't need it. But it's FOMO, fear of missing out. If I don't get it today, it's going to be gone. No, it's not. It's a digital product. It's, it's not going to, unless they decide not to sell it anymore. And then, okay, there's other ones that you can go and buy. <laughs> and I know it's, I know, listen, Audie, I need y'all to hear me. I'm, I know this sounds like, oh my goodness, that's just like she sounds so insens like so insensitive. She sounds so like <laughs> so mean. I have watched 
people around me go through all types of heck because they invested in something that they didn't need to invest in. They invested in courses to write books and I taught people how to write books in a weekend. And they were in classes to, you know, write this book that was going to take them, you know, it was a three month class or a two month class. And then out when they came out of it, they still didn't have a book. Like you really have to make sure, again, it's a two part thing. This is a give and take. You have to be able to give that time, that money, and they have to be able to give you something tangible that you can walk away with. If you don't see that as that potentially being a reality, don't do it. If I, And I'll give you an example. If you go through your laptop right now and in your laptop, you have more than five webinars that you have never watched or that you never went back and watched, don't you sign up for another webinar. Don't do it. <laughs> I was going to say, um, <clears throat> for those who uh, are old enough, if you know what VHS is, just uh, <laughs> just out uh, is uh, showing her age a little bit. For those who uh, are maybe watching this or not quite understand what VHS is, well, on you go. <laughs> I've never yeah. think about that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's the thing we used to use before DVDs came out. Um, anyway, and so, so, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, that you know, just shouldn't really get old. Um, so let's. Uh, <laughs> I'm also. I was just checking the TV listings when you might be on QVC as well, but uh, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> um, but no, let's um, on the. Where you are, let's talk about where you are now, obviously, uh, and the kind of the or kind of start to wrap things up. The kind of the, where the, the road you're on now with a different coach, and a different group of people, and uh, where the how you found that the scenario, how it's changing you personally, and how the influence of the people that you're working with has changed you, and the just really where you, you think, obviously. I mean, a lot of stuff you do is, is online, yes, and there is probably a physical aspect to it as well. But uh, it, obviously with COVID, we are pretty much, we all were stuck, stuck pretty much for a while, and they not three choice. But uh, at what point would you say, how, obviously now things are open, how the way, the, the process, the person you're working with now and the group of people you're meeting, how, obviously, how's that influencing your life now? Where do you see yourself going or the kind of you think where God is taking you um, over from not to the end of this year, but obviously the years to come and so on. So it's interesting. Um, I've done different things. I'm, I'm the oddball, y'all. I'm the odd one out for sure. Um, but I've put myself in a position to do things differently. And so whereas other people are like, um, They're so like the the numbers wow them. If somebody says they made a million dollars, they're like, oh, you made a million dollars. I stopped being wowed 
by the things like that because somebody can make a million dollars but not have a million dollars. Somebody can make a million dollars and be miserable. When I started this journey in entrepreneurship back in 2014 and then rebranded in 2016, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I just knew I had a message. I wanted to share it. Live streaming was a platform that allowed me to be able to do so. Let's go. Uh, here I am 20 books later that I have authored or co-authored. Awards, the podcast, speaking to the point where I made it a... I made it a reality when it started out as just a dream. And I'm not saying I made it a reality to remove God from it. I'm saying I made it a reality because if I didn't trust God and move forward, none of the things I'm doing right now would be a reality. There's some action on your part. Um, I allowed myself to, I was coached by um, Daniel Gomez for a while. Um, he's an awesome, awesome guy. And, you know, we were doing the clubhouse room for a while. But I also know that for me, I had to have a mentor of somebody who was in business for quite some time and doing a new business all the way through. So I have a mentor that I go and I talk to on a regular basis. Um, and then I knew that I had to seek out the uncomfortable. I'm an introvert. I know y'all probably listening to this episode like, she lying. She ain't no introvert. I am an introvert. For sure. Um, but I had to step outside of my comfort zone in order for me to say, okay, I like this past weekend, I was at an event in New York, in New York City, in New York. Uh, and I was speaking for um, a mini con for podcasters. And I've, I've honed in on my craft when it comes to being a speaker. You can give me any length of time and I will knock it out the park. I didn't realize at one point that that's not something everybody can do. They gave us 10 minutes. I knocked it out in six. I took it seriously. I take podcasting seriously. I enjoy it. I have such a blast. But I take it seriously. I take what I do with my clients seriously. I take what I do with my business seriously. If you don't, then when it's time to climb the mountain and the air gets thin, you'll quit. When it's time to go the distance and the bag that you're carrying is heavy, you'll want to put it down. And there's uh, cough sweets on QVC mentions. Yeah, you know, listen, everything and anything happens. I don't have my water in front of me like I normally would have, y'all. So 
I'm struggling through it a little bit, but it's all right. We're going we're gonna to make it work. Um, but I'm very deliberate about where I show up. I'm very deliberate about what I say yes to. Um, the other piece when it comes to me now that has always been a part of me is I, I love cultivating real relationships. So I have a ton of people that are like, I want to work with you. I want to do this. I want to, I want to do that. Hey, let's meet up. Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's go to lunch. And everybody will have their own agenda. But I also know that my personality is not for everyone. I also know that I can't have, I can't spend my time with everyone. So I've been very deliberate about where I show up, how I show up. That matters. And I've seen the results of it. That's how I'm on a media platform with the execs from, you know, the people that find people for the different shows and the view and this and, and the, listen, I, it's because I've been consistent. And when I show up, I show up the same way that I'm supposed to show up as a business. And that has been one of the most valuable things. People look at me and go, how did she get here? How is she doing that? How does she know them? And I always get people that are like, I don't get it. I don't understand how it is you're, you made this happen or where, like, how, you're not going to. I put in a lot of work, but because I put in that work, I'm also seeing the results. And it wasn't the six figures that I was projected to make back in 2016. I've seen peace of mind. I've seen joy. I've seen families restored. I've seen women come out of domestic violent relationships. I've seen so many other things that can be categorized as success. It's so much more than the six or seven figures. So looking, so basically we've been talking about a six and seven, six and seven figure. So, but is it a false sell? And I think we've kind of had a great insight to this kind of topic and the kind of how in one direction it's a kind of, it is pretty much all about the money and it's not really about the kind of person's welfare and what the, it's basically if they, they put, it's like they put in the work, but if they choose to go in a different direction, they might just drop you at the drop of a hat, literally, which is uh, not ideal because it's obviously it's like thanks for the work but thanks but no thanks and we're, I think we've got the money see you later uh, we're happy we've got the nice car and nice whatever so it's yeah it's I suppose hopefully this is maybe given folk who are going to choose a coach choose somebody who you might want to benefit your life to take you in the right direction might want to use the tools the yeah, the, the right or whatever they are offering to, and it's maybe it will benefit your life in some way, but obviously hopefully this will give you an insight to really think about, don't be sucked into the, maybe the, 
the, the what they're trying to sell and do your research and find somebody who will actually meet your needs but don't yeah and make sure they have some credibility and background and not just somebody who's just walked out of a, a five-week course or something or and said really good and qualified but maybe somebody who maybe has that life experience uh, in some way or form who can coach you because they've been through what you've been through and can then coach you in the way how they were coached by somebody because they've been through and so on and so on. So my, hopefully you've got something out of this. You can connect with Altavish. You'll find her on QVC. <laughs> You'll find her on all of TV's channels. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help laughing at that one. You'll find her with a VHS tape. Yeah, with a v- you've got a VHS, you might find her on that. Can record her. <laughs> this is quite funny. In all serious, this is great. This is quite comical, but also serious. But uh, um, but yeah, as a serious note, as a, I thought, as a topic, I just what I wanted to talk about. For me, I've been podcasting for a while. I started up with a friend, and we rebranded just due to tight life changes. I've been interviewing people from all over the world, hence why I do it. And I don't, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, people have said, why don't you monetize your, like, you monetize your podcast and stuff? To be honest with you, I enjoy doing it. I'd rather just interview people. I enjoy just hearing their stories. It's nice to just hear and listen. And if somebody listens to their story, whatever it's about, and if it can impact that one person, that's what counts. If it can impact one person and change somebody's life, that's the word accounts and that's what it's about it's not about how many numbers you get a lot of people do when they podcast they worry about numbers and i think for me personally i'd rather impact somebody's life than worry about if you're getting 20 downloads or something or this in the day if it if it's that for the right for that person if it's god provides somebody or to connect with for the right reasons that's what it's about and that's honoring that it's more powerful than wondering if you've got 20, 100 downloads, 10,000 downloads on a podcast or whatever. Don't care. Impact, impact somebody's life. That's what counts. So let's get some final words from Altavis um, and uh, we can uh, wrap it up and we'll, till next time. And uh, I do have, I must get editing podcasts because I've got a, a bit of a backlog now. But that's the funny games of podcasting. You guys <laughs> interview on YouTube live. You can do YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. But to get out in the audio version, which I'm going to do, you've got to sit and edit, edit them. That's the joys. But we love it. We love it. But let's get some final words from Altavis and uh, we'll wrap up. Okay? Most definitely. So there are some of you where a six-figure, seven-figure strategy will be the best thing you ever had, the best thing that you've ever done in your business. But there are a lot of you where that is not what you actually need. And so being able to go ahead and find what it is you actually need in this time and in this season is very important. Also, you are valuable. Your time is valuable. Your story is valuable. Every bit of who you are is valuable. Listen, understand that and walk boldly in it as you move forward. Do not allow anybody to devalue you. Okay, to everyone who has been listening, thank you, or watching, or wherever you will be tuning in from. Uh, thank you very much for another edition. And uh, till next time, we will uh, 
trying to think of my next guest. I actually may have, yeah, I've got to try and line up some more guests. I'm just racking my brains. <laughs> it was one of these things. <laughs> so next time I have to tell my next guest, whatever that may come along. <laughs> hey, that's the joys. And uh, but yes, as I say, take what you take what you get from this, take your nuggets, take whatever you feel that you can um you get from this. That's the main thing, and uh go from there. And uh yeah, and just let wherever you are in life, just let, let God guide you. That's the main thing. Till next time, take it easy.